0: Greetings. This is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. It's me. I'm back better than ever, Thomas A. Deloach. And I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about procrastination. Yes, procrastination. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and take some copious notes. As always, I have some really important things that I want to share with you today. This is the new year, and so we're trying to kick this year off the right way, and I thought it would be of most important to talk about procrastination because most of us are dealing with this. We always start out with a Bible verse, so I want you to go to Proverbs chapter 6, verse number 4. Grab your Bibles now. Proverbs chapter 6, verse number 4. I want to look at this translation, the NLT, because this pretty much sums it up. And it says this, don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. This is really good. I'm going to say it to you again. Don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. I want you to take that to heart right now in this month of January, 2023, the new year. Don't put it off, do it now. Don't rest until you do it. This has got to be one of your mantras for the whole year if you plan on being successful in anything that you do. Don't put it off. And one of the things being a pastor, I hear this all the time when people are saying, I'm praying about it. Really, what they're doing is playing about it. They haven't really made a decision to do it now. There's nothing called the best time. The best time is now. Time is right now, is all you got. So don't wait. Now, when we talk about that, we're not saying being in a rush to do things, but the mindset, the mental makeup, we have to have this mindset that would say to us, I'm going to do this now. I want to do it now while my energy is right. I want to do it now while I'm in the right frame of mind. And according to the scripture, this is apropos for where we are right now in this time and season and day in which we live. Because if we don't get this right now, trust me, man, in November and December of this year, we're going to be burnt out because we didn't do what we needed to do right now. So start things out the right way. Do what the word of God is saying, man. Don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. Now, let's define this word called procrastination. It means the action of delaying or postponing something. That's what this really means. And there are a lot of people, whether they are saved or unsaved, but obviously this is a Christian podcast, or I'm talking to those of you that are believers, those of you that are born again, and this should never be for you and I. Because we have or should have the Spirit of God living with inside of us. So postponing something and putting off something is not the will of God for your life. So the question is, why do we postpone things? Why do we put it off? Why are we always waiting? And as the old saying goes, and for those of you that have been in church, you're not waiting on God. God is waiting on you. And let me just add something for special emphasis. He's been waiting on you, man. He's been waiting on you. Can we at least say to ourselves, moving forward, I am not going to let God wait on me anymore. I'm going to do what I should have done and I'm going to do it now. Now, I can't prove this, but I do believe that this is true to some degree. Postponing something or putting it off has a lot to do with the fear of the unknown. That's one of the reasons why I think people just put things off. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I can do it. As excited as I am, you know, I failed at it before. It didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Things just didn't really come together like I thought. So we really talk ourselves out of things that we desire to do, and a lot of it is the fear of the past or fear of something that we want to try to do, but we just don't really know how it's going to come together. But can I say this to you? Give yourself permission to fail. Failure is a part of success, and you've heard this before, but it's something about failure that cripples, and paralyzes and causes us to feel less than. But listen to me, please, if you're listening right now, just take a moment and listen to your boy say this to you. Failure is nothing more than an opportunity to begin again smarter. That's all failure is. Look at failure as an opportunity and smack procrastination in the face and say, you're not going to cripple me any longer with this fear of the unknown. And it's funny, as I was preparing for this show, I found this statistic and it says that 15 to 20 percent of adults regularly deal with procrastination. On a day-to-day basis, we deal with procrastination. We keep putting something off, waiting for the right time, and there is no right time. If you really believe by the Spirit of God that he's called you to be a business owner, how long are you going to wait to start the business? If you believe, I'm not talking about me, I'm talking about you. If you really believe that God has called you to go back to school, when is the right time? If you really believe God wants you to start that ministry or write that book or whatever the case may be, whatever God is, you believe in your heart that God has called you to do. I just need you to answer this question. When is the right time? The time is is now. Let me give you just at least about six of these things that I want you to consider. And if you believe in them, put them into practice starting today. Here's number one, do something worthwhile as early in the day as possible. Something that is of value to you, do it early in the day, preferably early in the morning. Whatever your big goal or life, dream or aspiration is, do it in the morning. It's a great way to show yourself faithful in the things that you believe that you wanna be successful in. Because the reality is you won't have greater strength than what you do early in the morning. It's just a truth, it's just scientifically true because as the days go on, As the hours go on, you got a lot of things draining your energy. And I'm telling you, by 6 p.m., you just not going to have the energy to do a lot of things that you could do early in the morning. You get a burst of energy when you wake up. Now, somebody would take me to task on this and say, well, you know what, I'm not an early riser. I like to get things done later in the afternoon. But I want you to think of it this way. The later in the afternoon. And if you married, you got kids, or even if you are single, distractions happen the more the day goes on. And you got to really keep in your mind's eye that I got to do this when there's quiet, when people are not moving around in the house, where the birds are not singing, where cars are not driving by. And so when you get up early in the morning, you can get some things done. For example, if you need to drop a few pounds and everybody trying to drop. Some to wait because this is January after we ate ourselves out of house and home and on Thanksgiving and Christmas Day and in between time with spending time with family and friends and all of that has its place. But in January, everybody trying to shed these pounds, get up in the morning and go for a walk right when you get up especially now if you got kids, you might not be able to do that right away. You got to get them off to school, daycare, maybe you're homeschooling your kids. You might find it difficult to do, but if you got a spouse or if you got a nanny or whatever the case may be, find some time early in the morning and get outside and go for a walk. One of the things about going for a walk that I think is key is that when you're outside, you're out there in the elements, the trees and the grass and, and just being outside, it clears your mind. And so you go on a prayer walk. You know, I do a lot of this stuff. I'm not just walking for exercise, but I'm also walking to clear my mind, clear the decks, so I can think about some things that I need to do. But for those of you that are trying to lose weight, do it early in the morning, get out, get in a workout program early in the morning, whatever you are trying to do, do it early. Here's another example. If you want to write a book, how about this? Write one page before you take a shower. So, you know, before I hop in this water, I'm going to write me one page. I'm going to force myself to do something to smack procrastination in the mouth. Get up and say, you know what? We ain't drinking that coffee until we write at least a paragraph or a chapter of this book. Here's another one. Are some of y'all interested in learning a new foreign language? Maybe you want to learn Japanese, Italian, Spanish, whatever the case may be. Why don't you learn three new vocabulary words before you have that morning cup of coffee or that tea or breakfast? In other words, what I'm trying to get you to see is you got to push yourself to do something you say you want to do. But a lot of times when it's time to do it we don't do it. We keep postponing it. We keep pushing it off. And you don't want to find yourself in April and in May talking about what you were going to do in January. No, do it now. Because a small accomplishment early in the day can motivate you to do something later in the day. Think it not strange even now. I'm doing this podcast. Do you know what time it is? It's 6 a.m. I'm up in the morning doing a podcast at 6 a.m. My wife is generally going off to work. My son is getting ready for school, but he's a teenager. I'm up right now because I know after I take him to school and get going with my day, somebody going to call me, something going to happen. So I get up and make an intentional move to get the things done that are important to me. See, you got to start doing things that are important to you. Don't allow people to infringe on your time and infringe on your day. You got to use this magic word called no. No, I can't do it because I didn't do some of the stuff I needed to do. You got to be disciplined in the things that you know you need to do if you're going to beat this thing called procrastination. And according to these statistics, man, people are regularly, Not just every now and again, but regularly in a habit of pushing something off. I want you to be aggressive this year, like a pit bull looking for a steak, man. You got to be hungry if you really want to do some things that you desire to do. Point number two, find a mentor that's doing better than you are. The operative word here is find a mentor. Nobody is going to knock your door down. Nobody is coming to look for you. Nobody is coming to save you. Come on, we got to keep this thing 100 here in the new year. We keep pushing things off thinking, well, you know, if this is God's will, they going to find me. If this is God's will, it's just going to happen. No, God's will is not automatic. For if it was, people would be already operating in success. If this thing was just rolling just because. No, you going to have to make some things happen. Here's why you need to find a mentor. Because you don't know how to do it. So you got to stop. Watch this. I don't have an issue with people trying to teach themselves something. But if you can find somebody else to teach you, look at the time you cut down. Look at the energy that you don't have to spend because you are willing to invest in somebody. Because when I'm investing in somebody, I'm learning what they know. And they're helping me to cut down some things in months and in years that it would take me to learn it. And this is why you need to find a mentor that's doing better than you. The world knows this. But the church, the body of Christ, we don't understand this at all. Even the most successful people can use a mentor. Basketball players, football players, soccer players at the collegiate level, most certainly the pro level, they are finding a mentor who can help them do something that they want to do in a short amount of time. Because a good mentor, watch this, will push you to be more than you are currently demonstrating. That's their job. Their job is not to be your friend. Their job is to push you. You need to be pushed in this new year, especially if you say you want to be successful. Success is not automatic. You don't wake up successful. You got to put yourself in the matrix. You got to put yourself in the fishbowl, man. You got to put yourself in an environment around some people who will push you. You got to do it. If not, I prophesied this to you. This year is going to be like last year and the year before. Get out there right now. Whatever it is you're trying to do that you don't know how to do. Get out of your own way. Get out of your own pride. Come on now and find somebody to help you. Number three, be consistent man, this is so hard for people to do. And this is one of the reasons why we keep pushing things off because we don't like to be consistent and we don't like to be persistent, but you gotta be consistent. It is impossible to gain momentum without consistency. It's just not gonna happen. I know this far too well. One of the reasons why pastors hated this COVID pandemic is because when people were coming to church consistently and for two years when our church doors were closed, we knew it was going to be nearly impossible to get some of the people back that left. We already knew it. I'm telling you, man, momentum is real. And consistency is too, because people found something to do other than go to church on Sunday. Church was so important to so many different people, but then their minds start thinking this way. Other people start whispering their ear, you need to do this, that, and the third. And everything got confused. And now, what is it, 2023? So we pretty much three, four years supposedly out of the pandemic, although I think we still in it and people now are just getting back to church. And as far as I'm concerned, and yes, I'm a pastor and I'm always hopeful, but things in my opinion would never go back to the way that they were because pe- people's mindset is not what it was. And so we got to get now back to some consistency. We're really going to see some things happen in our life this year. We got to do it. So each time you stop, it's necessary to get started again. I'm going to say that to you one more time. Each time you stop, it's so necessary for you to get started again. Because we know how difficult it is to get started. That's the opposite of momentum. Get started and keep going if you're going to beat procrastination. Consistent action is the key. Point number four, why don't you consider this? Perform a 30-day challenge on the very thing that you know you need to beat to get over the hump of consistency. Whatever that is, pick a habit you'd like to create and force yourself to do it each day for about a month. They say if you do something for 30 days, it becomes a habit. Whether you believe it or not, I believe to some degree is true, but in order for you to test the waters, you're going to have to do it. I'm going to say that to you again. You are going to have to do it. I already told you nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save me, man. There are some things that I have to do, and I cannot wait for somebody to encourage me. I can't wait for somebody to push me. I can't even wait for somebody to pray for me. I was telling our members the other day when they say, you know, pastor, we praying for you. I thank God for that. I really do. But I can't wait for them to pray for me. I have got to pray for myself. I do my own praying. I don't wait for people to do things that I know that I've got to do for myself. So get yourself into some kind of 30 day challenge. First of all, it will bring you and push you into some momentum. It'll help you be consistent and persistent, and it will really show you if you're really all about what you say you are. Are you about that life? Are you really about the things that you're really trying to do? Well, a 30-day challenge most certainly will help you. And it'll get you moving in the right direction. And it'll also bring to you some energy that you need to keep you going. You know that a car cannot gain no momentum if it's parked. It's got to be in drive. So drive yourself. I'm not saying it's easy because some mornings you're going to want to stay in the bed. But you know what you got to tell yourself? We'll sleep later right? Now, there are some days, watch this now, where you're going to have to listen to the Spirit of God. He may tell you to rest. You rest today. I'm just not talking about your flesh. You got to be able to differentiate the two. Is this your flesh talking or is this the Spirit of God talking? Now, if the Spirit of God is telling you to rest, you need to do it. And watch this. Resting is a form of action. You took action today. You rested, You were able to put your feet up and do nothing. And sometimes we have to really take some time for us so that we can recalibrate and get ourselves on the right path. So do that. Point number five, have a vision. This is so important. You know, the scripture says without a vision, people will perish. You're going to perish if you can't see. And I'm not talking with your eyes. I'm talking with the eyes of your heart. Your heart has got to be able to visionize what it is you want to do with your life. Having a compelling vision for right now can inspire your future and it can help you be motivated for the things that you have to do if you plan on experiencing success. So think about it. What you want to accomplish. Think about that for a moment. What do you really want to do? Watch this. We're not good at everything. So stop tripping when you're not good at everything. Nobody is good at everything, but the thing that you are good at, what do you want to accomplish with what you are good at? One more time, I gotta say that to you again for the people in the back. You and I are not good at everything. Stop getting into condemnation because you can't do what somebody else can do. No, understand what you are good at, but what can you accomplish even at a greater degree with the very thing you know you can do? Who do you want to become? What is that? I'm not talking about looking at people and you know entertainers and superstars and movie stars. No, I'm asking you go inside the theater of your mind. This has got to be an inside job. What do you want to become? Do you know? Well, take some time and have a vision and find out what that is. What type of life do you want to have? I'm not talking about the life everybody else says you should have or what people say you can't do or what you can't achieve, forget them. I'm talking about inside of you. What is it that you'd like to have? Whatever you'd like to have, God want to make it happen for you. But before you can have it on the outside, You got to be able to see it on the inside and create an attractive vision of the future that fills you with excitement, man. Get excited about what you're seeing about yourself. Take some daily time. I do this. Take some daily time every day. If it's no more than 10 or 15 minutes and shut your eyes and see the life that you want. Visionize the life that you want. That's what you need. It's called visioneering. See it, see it in the theater of your mind and get excited about it. It'll motivate you. It'll put a smile on your face. It'll keep you connected to the very thing that you see about yourself. The me, I will be, I see. I will be what I see, not what everybody else sees. You only got one life here and you gotta learn how to live it out every day. Watch this, whether or not you know it, you are living out what you see in right now. So the very thing that you don't like that you've become, you've seen that in the theater of your mind. You just haven't really paid attention to it. You're just not aware of it. So clear the decks in this first month of January and start having a vision about the very things that you want to do, the things that you want to be. And finally, number six, be action oriented. Please, man, take some action. If you're going to beat procrastination, most of us do too much planning and spend too much time gathering more information. Listen, that's why we postpone too. We, will, we need to get some more information. I need to do some more research. I need to talk to my auntie, my uncle. I need to talk to my mentor. No, you just need to take action. Stop putting it off. Stop making excuses and just do the doggone thing. The people that accomplish the most in life, they take action action once they know this is what they want to do. They're consistently aggressive about it. So focus on the action that you can take and take it. And when you do, take it again. Take some more ground. I believe the scripture says that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. See, so you got to learn how to take what is yours. Take it. What you asking people... For? Take what is yours. This little sheepish mentality that most Christians have, you didn't get that from God. Because there is nothing sheepish about God. He takes what is His. He didn't wait to create the world, He didn't wait for somebody to cheer Him up and pray for Him. No. In the book of Genesis, He had a vision about what He wanted the world to look like, and He started calling it into being. And because we have our Father's Spirit, We can do the exact same thing. Check out this scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 6. It says, plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon, for you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another or maybe both. I love that. Plant your seed when? In the morning. We just talked about that a few minutes ago, about getting up in the morning and stay active all day long because you don't know if your prophet, you don't know if God is going to bring it to you with one activity you're doing or another or maybe both. But watch this. I'm so excited because at least I'm doing something. And that's what you got to get in your heart today. You got to start doing something. I want to encourage you Push you, motivate you to get up and get it started. This whole podcast is called To Empower You. We need some empowering that will push us and help us and motivate us, correct us, and even rebuke us to get us to the point to say, Hey, man, I got to get moving. I got to get started. That's what you got to do right now. So, when should I do it? Right now. When am I going to start this weight loss program and eating healthy and doing the right? See, this got to be a lifestyle. So get off the diet mindset. Things got to be a lifestyle for you. This is just what we do. And I'm not saying grind until you just fall apart. No, we do need to rest. I'm all a part of resting when I need to rest. But other than that, I'm doing what I need to do and I'm doing it wisely I'm doing it smart. I'm making sure that everything I do is calculated. I'm being intentional about the things that I want to see about my life. And watch this. When you start doing this, watch how many people start leaving your life that are not supposed to be a part of your destiny. Sometimes people are hanging around us because we just all doing the same thing. And that's nothing. But When you start achieving some stuff and your mindset starts to change, your conversation starts to change. Watch how many people start saying, oh, you brand new now. No, I'm not trying to be brand new. I'm trying to get myself where I know I'm supposed to be. So you can think about this how you want. But watch this. I am not going to be the same place as I was last year. I want to encourage you to plant your seed, plant an investment in yourself, and watch how you flourish. Because according to the scripture, you don't know how this is going to come, but we do know that it will. So I want to encourage you to do it today. But that's all that I have for you today. I pray that this blessed you. If it did, shoot me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. I want to implore you today. Send me an email and let me know that this show is blessing you. Go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. Look around. Check me out if you a new listener look around and see a little bit about who I am and some things that I wanna try to provide for you to help you to be encouraged. I actually do coaching, so reach out to me so that I can coach you, help you, train you, assist you. You know why? Because I wanna see you win. I really wanna see you get to the mountaintop, so do that today. And finally, if this show is blessing you and you wanna be a financial partner of to empower you, go back to that website. Thomasadeloche.com and you will see a donation tab there. Click that donation tab and give to your heart's desire. No dollar amount is too big or too small, and everything that you give helps me to stay on the air and do the things I need to do. These shows do cost to produce. So if you believe that these shows are blessing you, financially partner with me today. Listen, I am praying for you but I want you to learn how to pray for yourself and encourage yourself in the things of God because you are worth it. And above all else, man, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be Be empowered. empowered.